Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. This is a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's it's a bit like the recently defunct Guardian dating app, but we're more our soulmates. Oh, <laughs> oh there she goes. That's hey, hey. I'm Bibi Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. And, oh, Miranda, mm-hmm. you like to date. I do like to date. You like an app. I do like an app. You are going to love our guest. Okay. Hello, I'm Jeff Cook. I'm the CEO of The Meek Group. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, CEO of The Meek Group, Jeff Cook. Hello, Jeff. Hey, how are you? Really good. Oh, my God, you've got an accent, which I know is the the dumbest thing I could have ever said. (laughs) It's it's lockdown, Jeff. I haven't spoken to anyone real for years. (laughs) I'm someone who doesn't have my accent. How are you? How's lockdown treating you? Uh, pretty well. You know, um, I'm locked in with my my family. I, I live in Princeton, New Jersey. We've been here now for, you know, a few months um, in, in a work from home environment. But uh, yeah. the, the business has been doing, you know, quite well. Yeah, I bet. Are you getting on better or worse with your family now you've been with them so long? Oh, uh, better. You know, I, think, <laughs> I, I love being home for, for dinner every day. And <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Jeff? Well, you know, I, I enjoy the walking. Uh, we take long walks. It's, it's fun. Oh, I love the long walks as well, especially from my bedroom to my bathroom. I love that one every day. Very nice. So, Jeff, tell us about the Meet Group. So, you've got multiple dating apps, including one called Meet Me, and you have several million members around the world. Yeah, that's right. So we have five different mobile dating apps. Together, they serve 15 million monthly users, uh, about four and a half million dailies. And uh, the the apps are Meet Me, which is uh, kind of an English-speaking audience. Tag is an African-American app. Um, Lavu is, um, you know, I would say German, French, Italian, uh, Spanish app. Uh, And Growler is is our gay dating app. Growler. Growler. (laughs) Brilliant. Because that's my nickname for BB. So <laughs> Jeff, just ignore. <laughs> just ignore. <laughs> what with your with your apps? What's the, is there a USP for all of them across the board? Yeah. So you know what what really distinguishes our apps, I think, is we focus not just on the utility aspect of dating. Like if you're used to dating apps, they're often around you know, helping you find a date for the weekend, maybe even a, a spouse, um, you know, Hinge, which is one of the match group apps, talks about designed to be deleted, right? It's it's yeah. meant to be a pure utility. We try to create kind of a, a more fun vibe, uh, focus not just on utility, but also on the entertainment aspect. So uh, we try to create kind of a, like a bar or coffee house vibe. Um, and part, yeah. and part and parcel of how we do that is by marrying live streaming video into the into the dating meeting experience, and and that's that's really what distinguishes our apps from others. Is that live streaming of each other? We created uh, a couple different live streaming experiences. Um, one of the more popular things people are doing is a game that we call Next Date, and uh, the way it works is is any any user can start a live stream, and then other users who are interested in dating that user um, can queue up. And, um, and and try to get next in line. And basically when they get chosen, everyone sees 
um, the small window of the person um, who wants to be the contestant and the big kind of window of the person who is the uh, the primary streamer. And it's basically like speed dating with an audience, you know, <laughs> and the, the audience can rate the contestant um, and the streamer can choose next button or the date button on the contestant. And if they date, they, you know, they exchange one on one credentials. They can talk again later. If they tap next, they go to the next person. And all throughout, the streamer is getting prompted on what types of questions they can ask, you know, in terms of uh, in case they need any help uh, figuring out questions to ask. And we set out to create kind of a live streaming version of a dating game. And this is, you know, we, we, call, we started Next Date. We started another one called Blind Date, where it's a little bit of a spin where the, the person that you um, are dating, their video is uh, garbled. So, so it's, you can't see who it is until, um, until the person taps the date button. And the benefit of that is, um, is, is you get to, to have the personality of the person come, come to the floor. Yeah. Oh, it sounds so interesting. But um, like, so it's more sort of seeing dates as a as a game rather than you know something to be too serious about. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair. You know, we're we're, we're playing up the fun aspect, not yeah. just the um, not just the utility aspect of of dating. So it's like what we kind of have in mind is kind of Tinder meets Netflix, right? Like we're <laughs> you know, entertaining, but it's entertaining in a in a kind of connective way. Yeah. And you've also got virtual gifting. Yeah. What's that? Right. So um, all of our viewers um, are, are able to um, give gifts like roses, virtual candies, um, virtual yachts um, to the streamer. <laughs> and the, the gift, depending on the value of the gift, comes in and animates. Um, you know, it could be a 10 cent gift. It could be a $50 gift. Um, and what's interesting about this is the um, recipient of the gift, the streamer, gets a portion of that gift's value. Um, so you know, we actually have um, you know, dozens of streamers making you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars um, a year. So we, we have people who's, who, who, who basically make their living um, and, and a good living at that on, on entertaining these streamers. It's, it's a similar model to Twitch uh, with respect to video games. And also a similar model to uh, what we've seen in, in China on, on apps like Momo, um, apps like YY. Are you worried that this would take it too far into um, more like a, a sex work thing? Like, yeah. is there any kind of protections where it's like no nudity um, or is it just whatever goes, goes? No, that's a great question. And no, no, it's it's certainly um, he heavily moderated. Um, we actually, it's, of course, against our terms of service to engage in anything uh, approaching nudity. Um, right. And um, the way we police that is a combination of algorithmic. We've been doing algorithmic policing now for three or four years um, and a combination of 500 human moderators who um, are also you know, watching trending streams, streams that are moving, using the AI intelligence to help decide what to end. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're focused 100 percent on a PG uh, atmosphere. <laughs> you just lost Miranda. <laughs> I just lost her, Jeff. I mean, if I can't get my tits out, what is the point? <laughs> oh, just, they're glorious, Jeff. They are honestly, glorious, yeah. but they are great. 
But it's just so interesting because I'm wondering, well, what keeps people, I mean, I know I'm highly sexualizing life, but it's like what kind of um, are the most popular streams that people do? Is there anything that is that's coming to the fourth where it's like, oh, uh, well, it's just people who are chatty or people who play games with their um, with their viewers. So the the best the the best performing streamers in terms of monetarily are are ones that um, yeah, do it regularly, engage their audience, by, know, know their best, you know, uh, most loyal viewers by name who um, answer the questions. A lot of times people uh, post questions real time into the video streams and, and you know, the best uh, streamers are, are the most interactive. That being said, we, we also see, um, you know, uh, the, the, some of the very best streamers, they'll, they'll spend three hours planning an hour of live video. So, so it's not like they just go live and ad lib. Um, they're, they're, they have costumes, they're, they're planning, um, they, they have theme nights, you know, one, there's at least a few people who paint and, and, uh, and, and like the best, uh, the, the biggest gift over the course of the hour will get the painting, um, oh, wow. the, the physical painting you, you have, um, uh, we, we, we see musicians show up. We, we, uh, we've seen, uh, rap stars in the United States show up. And wow. so it, it really is, um, a diverse set of types of talent. But I would say the main one is conversational because people are uh, mostly looking just to meet and date. And, you know, in the trending, you, you'll find these thousands of streamers who are, you know, um, talented and and, and are, are there mostly to, um, to, to monetize and entertain. But then every day we have hundred plus thousand streamers who, who are just there to, 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 to meet and date. And so you can organize your streams by nearby and you can find people near you that you want to, you want to connect with. This is what I was going to say, cause it sounded like it was moving too far away. And, and I have one word romance. Yeah. Where's the romance? Well, I think the romance, you know, where I see the, the romance is really in the, you know, if you compare it with kind of a, a more typical swipe based dating app, where you don't have that video connection um, ahead of time, um, you you end up just meeting someone at the Starbucks or wherever you're going to meet, um, and you know that's based on some shared text messages back and forth. When you actually go meet the person, they may not even look like the person they're they're supposedly um, supposed to look like. Yeah. Um, you know, video has this element of authenticity and this element of personality that comes to the fore beyond just you know, physical attractiveness of a photo. Um, and so it's, it's a more three-dimensional version. It doesn't, it's not, it's not the same as real life, of course. You still have to meet people. But um, w- w- I actually think there's more romance in kind of that three-dimensional view than in kind of a, a, a 2D kind of a, you know, wing and a prayer. I think you might. <laughs> that's the, that's um, Miranda's book title. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, though, I guess you're eliminating catfishing. Mm. Yeah, it certainly does help with that. I mean, authenticity is, is is something that dating app users, you know, always look for. And dating apps uh, have different, uh, you know, successes in living up to that promise. All, all dating apps, you know, strive for it. Uh, but but video helps really take it off the table. Like even even spammers and scammers, they, they can approximate a real person pretty well. Um, mm. On video, it's, it's it's much harder. Mm. But it's so the really successful daters 
kind of aren't finding love. This is, look, I'm, I'm such an old romantic. So Miri's gone straight in with the nudity. <laughs> and I'm like, I know the, my USPs. I'm like, where's the love? <laughs> but, you know, so so the more successful they are, they're staying online because they're kind of turning into dating influencers or, you know, but they're they're not actually going out to meet people to date or are they still doing No, no. So, yeah, there's, there's two cohorts here. There, there, there's one group of people who are, like you say, dating influencers. Um, they're, they're entertainers, really. And, and then the, the much larger, and those, those people uh, aim for monetization um, and entertainment value uh, and are always thinking of new ways to kind of broaden and deepen their audience. And then on the other side, you have many more users. They're just there on a dating app to meet and date. Um, and, you know, they're, 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 the, the stream quality um, may not be, you know, the production value may not be as high, but, um, you know, they're, they're authentic. Um, they're certainly um, there because they're interested in meeting new people. Um, and they're willing to play, you know, the games that we have, like these next date games, these blind date games. Um, and so it, we, they, these games essentially allow you to, to engage and meet people that you wouldn't otherwise. So I would say yeah. the monetization part is largely based around that talent, um, that, that smaller group. And, and then the, the meeting dating part is, is, is that 95 plus percent who, who, who aren't there to monetize. They're, they're just to meet. And also, like one thing that um, that get, that can be just terrible on some dating apps is where you just get guys saying, "Hey, hi, hey," and it's like, <laughs> "How are you?" Yeah, how are you? And it's just like a game of numbers with them. But I guess with you know, if someone sent you a rose, then you're like, "Oh, hey, at least I know that someone's paid uh, a dollar or a pound or whatever to buy that rose, that so they can send it to me, so that you know that that's at least a little token of." they're being um, sincere about things. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it costs nothing to send a sticker or a smiley face, but to actually say, look, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. That's quite, uh, you know, that to me seems like it, it means that you're genuinely looking for a connection when you're, when you are just one of the 95% daters rather than the ones that are there to monetize it. Absolutely. So, so like in the um, to extend that bar and coffee house analogy, we we've, we mm-hmm. think about gifts as kind of um, like the drink at the bar, right? If if you mm-hmm. if you want to stand out, um, you know, and show that you're you're actually interested beyond just a glance or or or, or just saying hi or a head nod, um, yeah. <laughs> you might show that interest by by you know buying a coffee, buying a drink, and 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 in our in, in the digital world, you would you would express that interest by giving a one of these gifts. Mm. I love this. Um, you were saying, Jeff, that, you know, we were talking about, you know, lockdown, obviously, how your business must, I reckon, is booming because of lockdown. Yeah. I mean, video time spent in video went up 40 to 50 percent. So, so people um, are spending a lot longer. What, what we what we saw was that it basically became, you know, um, a replacement for 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 meeting people. Um, what we believe that we're see, starting to see is it become more of a filter for deciding whom to meet. So, you know, video did very well while, while everybody's locked at home. And as societies start to open up, although obviously, at least in the United States, it's been quite uneven. Um, but as they start <laughs> to open up, um, you know, we would hope that um, that we see that video becomes used as a filter on deciding whom to meet. So, you know, if you're going to risk an exposure to, you know, COVID-19 for someone that you, you only exchanged a couple texts with and, and saw their photo on a swipe based app, 
you know, that that that's probably not the greatest idea in the world. It would be better to chat with them on video for at least a few minutes, get a sense of if there's any connection whatsoever. Um, and, and, and maybe even ask some important questions like, you know, um, how, how, how seriously do you take the, the virus? You know, mm. what are your precautions? Mm. You know, people we're, we're seeing a lot of kind of friction where people cross uh, COVID protection levels. Some people mm. will wear a mask everywhere they go and some people won't care at all. Um, and those people probably shouldn't be dating on a first date. Um, so that, that's yeah. all the sexy talk. <laughs> all the all the real hot stuff you how know, much protection do you use <laughs> i was going to say as well that the the whole thing with um so much video kind of action and content and, yeah. and accessibility is in the way that it will eliminate catfishing it might actually make dating a nicer place anyway what do you think miranda because i think like ghosting and nastiness and it, there's that yeah. sweet shop mentality with online dating some people not everyone obviously but can p- make people really ruthless and really quite dehumanize the person they're going for if there's this kind of access maybe that that attitude will change as well yeah uh, and i think that's what we're seeing in blind date so so when when you make the um, video screen fuzzy the matching rate goes up by almost 100 percent. and so Whoa. you know people people that you wouldn't have met you, you basically wouldn't have given them the time of day based on what they look like on in the first second but if you can hear them talk for a minute first and you yeah. get some connection to them then when you actually see their face, you know, you're, you're not you're not as put off. Um, <laughs> your, your rate of matching goes up quite a bit. <laughs> I just I'm not I'm not too sure whether we'll ever find a cure for ghosting. I think that would take um, <laughs> I think yeah. that would take. Yeah, I think that would take a lot more. Maybe like electric shocks or something. <laughs> Conversion <laughs> therapy. Conversion therapy. Something modern like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeff, what do you, we were talking as well about, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, not, it's different from meeting in real life, but real life's not, real life's different from real life now, isn't it? How do you, do you think COVID's going to really change um, dating? Yeah, you know, I, I, I do. Like even long term. I, I, yeah, even post-pandemic, you know, we're trying to figure out what that looks like. And I think the best description I've I've heard of it is that the, this virus is kind of making three months of kind of future change happen within, you know, or, or three years happen within three months. It basically pulls the future forward. And all these people that would otherwise probably not have experimented with live streaming suddenly did. And, you know, I, I think what they're going to, to do is, 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 is continue to kind of insist on some kind of live streaming connection mm-hmm. before um, they meet up in real life, at least, you know, for for many for many people. I mean, I, I, I absolutely believe that. I, I also think it's changing kind of the workplace. Right. Like we're, we're trying to figure out how um, you know we bring back our hundreds of people back to the office and. You know, even post-pandemic, when there's no risk uh, of COVID, um, you know, we 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 imagine there'll be a lot more work-from-home um, capabilities. Uh, but we also imagine there probably still is a physical workplace, and 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 that's because I think people have gotten uh, they've kind of proven they can do work from home. But they've also, um, you know, I, I I think innovation and some of the long-term team building, you know, do need a physical location. I I, I think dating is actually similar, and I think you're going to see a lot more um, use of video in order to try to pre-qualify people, um, and you're just going to see, you know, fewer people willing to take, you know, flyers on on people that that uh, that based on only some text and some and some photos, and yeah. you know, like. Well, I imagine the the office worker coming back to their 
their office, you know, five, let's imagine some years from now when the, the, the pandemic's truly um, over. And, you know, are they going to be comfortable with less than six feet of distance between themselves yeah. and their and their their next person? I, I would ask the dater that same question. Are you really going to be comfortable even even without a pandemic? You know, just meeting the, the next random person without pre-qualifying them on video. And, and I, I don't think so. I like the term pre-qualifying there. <laughs> yeah. I wish I'd done a lot more pre-qualifying in my pre-pandemic <laughs> dating days. I, I think I'm I... just gonna I'm just gonna use that anyway, even without the pandemic. I'm just gonna be like, are you worthy of getting on the fucking tube <laughs> <laughs> when it's 30 degrees in the shade? That's oh, yeah, is it still I'm gonna hot start. In your flat, Miranda? Is that it's what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Jeff, I've got two business ideas for you. Sure. Okay. <laughs> One, check my bookshelf. So when you do any um, streaming, just have the people's bookshelf behind them. Mm. So I can just and just zoom in on the titles. And from that, I can tell that if I want to date with that person. But then you have to make sure, I've just already thought of a problem. You have to make sure that they're not catfishing via literature. Yeah, so no. you've, you've got to make sure they've got their legitimate books there. And well, your second, and the second um, business idea is just have a, a um, just streaming just for British women. Me and Miranda, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, I, I like both of those ideas. I, I think on the bookshelf side, um, you, you might simply be able to ask, do you own one? <laughs> <laughs> Can you read? <laughs> Meaning a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> right. There are lots of people who do who who do need a bookshelf and who do need to learn to read. So <laughs> we always ask, don't we, Mary? What that? What's the future of dating apps? We're in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it has kind of gone from zero to ninety yeah. because of the pandemic, and now it's like suddenly we're seeing. Like, I was quite. I never used to use video streaming, and now I'm like all for it. It's a lot nicer to meet someone. You can, um, you know, it's it's rather than meeting someone in person and you're having to take hours out of your day. You know, da 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 da. Then it's like, okay, now I can see that you're not a catfish just by having a video chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're starting to see now just about every dating app on the planet start to start to worry about their live streaming. So we, we've been adding live streaming video to our, our app since 2017. But now yeah. it's it's we've kind of reached this tipping point where every dating app has to build it. Um, and so I think you're just going to see even ones that don't have it today. You know, if, if they don't have it in six months, I'd be shocked because every product team is, is hard at work building dating, building live streaming video into dating. Our goal is to kind of continue to innovate around the different types of dating game formats. We have a exciting one coming this summer um, that that kind of uh, further is a spin on, on the next date and blind date features we have. And, uh, you know, ultimately, we're going to see a lot more uh, competition based on based on all, all the entry of, of some some big players adding video. Yeah. Tell us more about the dating one then, the new one. You're not allowed. Um, well, I can say a little bit about it. So, so yeah. you know, what, what it will aim to do is um, bridge the world from um, the uh, mobile, um, you know, dating uh, video world into the real world. And so this is the first app where we're we're basically thinking through like. In, in a traditional dating game on television, there's always stakes, and those stakes are often you get a date, someone else pays for it, and you go somewhere. 
um, we're, we're, we're bringing that concept into these games uh, for an event based um, for an event based game. And, and, and I think it could be really interesting if they want a date, then they both get a ticket to Weatherspoons. If they match. Yeah, they can <laughs> they'll be able to connect and uh, go someplace in the real world. Um, and oh, have- wow. The real world. Oh, Do lovely. we remember the real world? <laughs> <laughs> Do people have to pay for the app or uh, can, how can people get it? Uh, the, the best way to, to get it would be go to to meet me on App Store or Play Store, the Meet Me app, and then no, you, you don't have to pay for it. Okay, lovely. There you go. You, you got Miranda back then. <laughs> if it's free, lost, lost I'm fine. Routine, you've got her at free. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, Jeff. All right, thank you. I appreciate thank you. It. How interesting. Do you think you're going to give it a go? The, the, here's the problem. <laughs> I can't show you tits. You can't, can't show you tits. Stop saying tits. <laughs> sorry, Growler. Sorry. sorry carry sorry. on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are out of control. I lo- I actually do like the sound of it. I'm a bit nervy, but uh, I think that's because I put on the button soup lockdown. <laughs> So I can't move. I'm, I just can't move. I just have this this like yellow pallor and I am just not looking great. And I found it hard to find my FaceTime light and angle. So God knows what I'd be like actually streaming. Oh. Would you do it? Yeah, I think I'd give it a go. I'd like to try the uh, the dating games sound fun. Yeah. And look, I am never opposed to finding ways to get the coins in. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I could spend three hours thinking of some shit to draw on the wall behind me or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do to keep people <laughs> you know, I'm always... afraid because I just don't know what I would do to keep people interested. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, you're scared of you. You're yes. scared of you. You've never yeah. been to you and you're scared of you. <laughs> um, what, how do we feel about people, like viewers viewing and commenting and kind of nudging and writing comments as we go? Yeah, that sounds... Uh, it, it, it's... It's all this because like, I just remember from like my like like in webcamming, you get all these people that can come in and then suddenly go out and you're like, what is wrong with me? So I think you'd have to have like quite a thick skin if you wanted to monetize it. I don't think it's a lot. I know a lot of people go, oh, yeah, oh, I could just monetize it. I just sit there and chat, chat, chat. But I think like he said, like people spend three hours just thinking of one hour to do. And I think it would be it takes a lot of work and dedication to sit there and have to talk to people and not get put off by trolls and people. People that are coming in for a free show in quote marks um but if you want to just go on there go on there and date then like i said i think just like the the effort you go to to be able to buy a rose and give it to someone on that app then that means that you know they're they're interested and it's a genuine connection i yeah. think yeah i love the sound of it it sounds fun it sounds interesting it sounds novel the direction they're going and um Jesus, where's it? Where's dating going to end? Yeah, I really want to. I really want to get married, and bloody Rona. I know, screwed it up, ruined it. Yes, because it's Rona that's ruined you getting married. Yeah, <laughs> I've been BB Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. Good sex, bad sex was produced <laughs> for Metro.co.uk by fabulous Juliet Nichols. <laughs> uh, you cut me off there quick, didn't you? You were in there like swimwear. You were like, I'm not looking at Ellen that one uh if you want to contact us then you can reach us on all the socials twitter at good sex bad sex with a triple x at the end <laughs> and if you want to get get in touch with us what did we what's our email it's info at sexpods.co.uk beautiful get in touch tell us our own email address <laughs> and um 
and we will see you next week.